Iowa everywhere. Mike Palm, Mike Palm. Ken, Miller. Ken Miller, together on Iowa everywhere. Welcome to The Hook, powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa everywhere. And hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Hook. My name's Ken Miller. That's Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at uh, Circus Sports. We are indeed sponsored by Circus Sports. Can talk sports wagering, obviously the NFL. This is kind of the lull before the storm with the Super Bowl a week from Sunday. We'll recap the NHL at the All-Star break and uh, talk about Las Vegas, etc. How are you, Mike Palm? Okay, Kenny. It's a... Uh... People think it's a, you know an off week, but there's still a lot of things going on here, a lot of college basketball, hockey all-star break we got into, working on the props every day You know, as we continue to roll out more and more props. And uh, the squares are up and underway. We even got an email from a guy in Illinois. He can't seem to log in and get his squares bets in, and we had, uh, no. had to explain we're not operational there yet. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing third quarter potentially now for Illinois. Is that kind of the target? So last week we heard that they were trying to open the casino, American Place, end of March. But now we're hearing they're going to open the Friday after Super Bowl. So wow! Uh, if that's the case, we could be in. Uh, we could be late second quarter, which would be great. And it's just mm-hmm. it's the northern suburbs of Chicago, correct? That's, that's correct, Waukegan. So Waukegan. the nor- northern side. Uh, it's actually not that far from Milwaukee. Uh, when you oh, think about nice. it from a sports betting perspective, and then all the northern suburbs where there's obviously some affluent areas there. Yeah, absolutely are. Well, let's. So we got a lot of ground to cover. I think we should probably start by uh, going back last week to the two championship games. Felt awful for people that backed the Niners, uh, that had a bunch of props, had San Francisco in futures, because once Brock Purdy went out, then it became apparent that he wasn't going to be able to get back into the football game. I mean, it's just an awful feeling, Mike. And I was involved with a bunch of futures with the Niners. And like a lot of people, you knew that your uh, your bet was going down in flames because they essentially had no chance. Well, yeah. And then they brought him back in, but he wasn't able to throw a pass. They, they, there was reports on the sideline he couldn't move his arm to throw a pass. Why would they do that, Ken? Why wouldn't you go wildcat and get an extra blocker out of it? I, I, I don't really understand there. Although it looked like he was conceding awful early, Shanahan, yeah. and just run, 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 and get out of there, and it's the season's over. So I don't. I mean, they had a very small chance, but bringing him back in there to me made no sense at all. At least he run a wildcat. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. I think Philadelphia's the better team, anyhow. I do too. You didn't get to see it play out, um, but you know, Hertz is not a hundred percent either. You've got two compromised quarterbacks heading into the Super Bowl. I just think Hertz has a much better team around him, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. They're so physical They get after the quarterback secondary is, is, is stout. I think it's going to be a good game. We'll get to that in a second. So uh, from a betting perspective, from a bookmaking perspective, uh, was the result good or bad for Cirque? I know that when we spoke uh, throughout the week a couple of times, whether it be Mediacom or doing this or even on the radio, you guys wanted, you were determined to keep the number below three if possible. It got to three. Yeah, we went to three on Sunday morning. Went to three for eight minutes on Friday and got back to two and a half. 
But Sunday morning we went to three, and, and that's where it stayed. So the worst result would have been a, to land three. But it wasn't good because the people, you know, the, they bet the Eagles and they bet the under. And uh, I think the game might have got over if Purdy doesn't get hurt. But uh, anyway, we lose yeah. both sides there. All right, let's go to the AFC. It's a, it's a terrific football game. A game that uh, we saw now two years in a row. Uh, I, have, I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of these two teams, especially with the, these two quarterbacks. Um, I know you didn't have an opinion going in. I thought it was a coin flip game as well. Did that change at all? Did you eventually come around and take a side in the game prior to kickoff? No, no, and I didn't make any endgame wagers either. Kansas City got off to a good start there, and then they became – Pretty prohibitive favorite. You know, they have the ball with 2.30 to go on on the Bengals' 40, up by 10. It looked like they could have ended the game there. Not only did they not score, they let the Bengals get a field goal to make it a seven-point game. And then Cincinnati comes out with the opening drive. Reed struggles in that middle eight. He really does. He does not cherish having the last possession of the half. At the very minimum, Kansas City should have run the clock out there and had a 10-point lead at half. Um, But anyhow – I think Kansas City is fortunate that they're in the Super Bowl because I thought that Cincinnati had the better of the play in the second half. I thought if the game went to overtime, it probably would favor Cincinnati. Um, Kansas City needed all the help they got. Believe They got a lot of help from some calls during the game, some inconsistent calls. They don't call the block in the back on the punt. You have to call the roughing out of bounds. I get that. But Burrow gets hit. There's no roughing call. There's grounding called on, on Burrow. There's an exact same play with Mahomes. You know, where the receivers three yards down the field, they don't call grounding. So they got they got a lot of the breaks to get through. Indeed, they did, and here they are back again in the in the Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, well, here's the thing. I know obviously Vegas is as they always do is very closely watching these injuries. The receivers for Kansas City have not been practicing this week. I don't know what the outlook is as far as the potential for Smith Schuster or uh, Kadarius uh, uh, Tony to get back onto the field. Um, Hardman is also he's mispracticed this week so what does this do mike how cautious do you have to be as bookmakers when it comes to this line i don't think this means anything that they didn't practice on the thursday before if it's next thursday i think it's a bigger deal but it isn't affecting the number right now look we open kansas city minus two and a half but that's not done in a vacuum because our future liability is so heavy on kansas city I mean, there's like a $4 million variance between the two the two results. So mm. we want Eagles money to balance it out, but the market wouldn't tolerate the Chiefs as a favorite. And within five minutes, it moved five points to Eagles two and a half. And now it's settled in at one and a half. And I think that's probably what it's going to be. One and a half, one is where we're going to end up here. So, I mean, so what, what you're saying is essentially next week, you, the, the line, if it moves, it may move a half a point, come back a half a point, fluctuate, but that would be about it. I said no matter what the result was in Championship Sunday, we'd have a one point or one and a half point spread in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm convinced of that. It's going to be one and a half yeah. or one. I'll be a little surprised if it goes back to two, unless there's Total's some injury right. on the yeah, Kansas City course. side. Yeah. Total's been moving a little bit. It was uh, an opening, I think, around 50, and then it got down to into the 40s. Uh, but it's back up. You guys right now, 51. What about the total for total players out there? Yeah, movement down and then back up. Um, I worry about the field. This is the same field that Michigan and TCU played on. They were slipping and sliding all over the field, Kenny, if you remember that game. So I don't know what they're going to do to correct the field. 
Um, I think Philadelphia is going to run the ball. I think they're going to be concerted effort. They'll be able to run the ball. They'll limit Hertz is passing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't really have an opinion on the total. I would lean under just because I think you're going to have a running clock there. Kansas city probably won't try to run the ball because I don't think they do it well enough. They, they know Mahomes is going to have to win the game for him. And so I think they'll come out with that game plan. Now, what, um, all options they have available to him in the passing game obviously will dictate. And if he's more mobile uh, with the two weeks off, does he get a little bit more mobility back? Mm. But I would certainly be concerned with the Philadelphia pass rush. The Philadelphia pass rush is superior to Kansas City or to uh, Cincinnati, and the Bengals got pressure on Mahomes all day long. Yeah, they did. And, you know, Graham and Sweat and Cox and, uh, and Hargrave. So let's, I, I know that, uh, obviously the big, the hundreds of props will be released this time next week when we, uh, when we, uh, record the hook. We'll have a lot of those in front of us. We'll talk about some of them. MVP has been released at Circuit. It certainly seems to me that, that it's a quarterback award, right? The winning quarterback is off, is, is going to be the favorite. Might this be a different kind of year? You mentioned Hurts, and I agree with you. I don't think he's 100%. We know that Mahomes is still limping around out there. Have you taken a look at perhaps a, a skill position player that may get uh, an opportunity to take this down? And if he does, he'll be at a pretty good price. Boy, I think it's really hard for someone on Kansas City to win it other than Mahomes. I think it's a different story with the Eagles because I think you could have a running back win it. You could have a defensive player win it. But how can Kelsey win? He he can only get the ball if Mahomes throws it to him. That's my theory there. It's very hard for a receiver to win it, Um, especially when the quarterback's a big brand name quarterback, right, And, and an excellent quarterback. So. We took some money on Kelsey in this market. Kelsey for MVP, Kelsey for first touchdown. That's what we've seen so far. What about Hassan Reddick, who, look, I don't remember him being this good in Arizona. No. <laughs> was he? Do you? I don't remember it either, Kenny. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Now, I mean, he was all over the field. He was the difference in that football game. He's 40 to 1. At least that's what he was when you guys put him up. Might, might that be a defensive player? Because if this is last week, he's in the conversation. Yeah, it's interesting because sacks, forced fumbles, all that can be a role, especially if it's a low-scoring, close game. That's where the defensive players, if they have you know two or three huge game-changing plays, they that can come in. Yeah, we'll see. You said something on, the, on our TV show on Mediacom, Inside the Numbers, that I think bears repeating. And I said on the radio today that we brought it up, and I said I'm going to talk to you about it on the hook today, and then we'll do it again probably when you join us on Friday with, uh, with Trent and I at 12.05 five which you do every friday um you said vegas doesn't need the super bowl and i couldn't agree with you more because look next weekend you can't get a hotel room in las vegas and the super bowl's in phoenix next year it is in las vegas and the nfl comes in and they take a huge chunk of rooms um vegas is going to be packed with or without the super bowl how uh, i guess how many how problematic will it be to have an event of that magnitude next year well, the, the the hotel's a big thing because they come in and they tell you you're going to do this. They don't ask you. I mean, this this NFL is very powerful, and this committee that Derek sits on the planning committee they've been meeting for three years. I mean, in anticipation of this and try to logistically very hard with the with the traffic and what that will do. Um, but just think about taking thousands and thousands of hotel rooms off the market for people that aren't fans. Right. That, you know, it's going to be tough. How many fans will actually be in Allegiant Stadium? 20,000, 25 that are really football fans that came to see the game? I I, I don't know. We don't need it here. It's the best place in the world to be no matter where the Super Bowl is. So it doesn't do anything to add on to it. 
Where will they be, Mike? Do you know the, when, when the NFL claims these rooms, south end of the Strip, Four Seasons is attached to the Mandalay Bay. Will, will that be the area that they, um, they take might. over? They're going to tell the different big chains. You've got to give us X number of rooms. That Caesars has to give us so many, spread it out. MGM has to give us so many, spread it out. You're right because of the proximity. Mandalay Bay is the closest one. That right. may, you know, that may be come into play there uh, with MGM. So yeah, I mean, it's not going to affect us. Other than the compression will affect us. Mm. So a normal Super Bowl Sunday, and I've been in Vegas for I think three of them overall. Um, it's special. I mean, if you're a sports fan, maybe you want to get to the Kentucky Derby. Maybe you want to get to the Indy 500. I don't know what else is on people's bucket list. You want to see Fenway or Wrigley, or maybe it's the Rose Bowl. But there's something about Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. What will, What is it like for those people who have never been there? What's it like a typical Super Bowl Sunday for you? Well, first of all, the Saturday is the best gaming day of the year, the day before the Super Bowl, because everybody's there and they're gambling. Sunday, you have that big gap. So there's no, you know, nobody's playing slot machines during the Super Bowl, basically, in that. Right. Um, it's the party starts Friday night and everybody, and it's groups, Kenny. It's groups. It's a group of four. It's a group of eight. It's a group of 16, a group of 24, a group of the groups that come every year. And this is their trip. And they come out. You know, we had this group from um, Southern Illinois that comes out every year. They bring between 20 and 26 people. I mean, this is their annual trip, their get together. Right. And they come out and they know they can get into a party and have a hell of a time. We actually have five different parties. So it's a, it's a day of wow. moving around. Start down at the D. I'm at Circa right now, but start down at the D on the 12th floor where we used to have our player party, our casino player party in the Detroit ballroom for many years. That for the last five years has been a retail party, 175 ahead, all you can eat and drink, sells out 400 people. Go a block behind the D to the downtown Las Vegas event center is actually our biggest party. They'll have close to 6,000 people there at that outdoor venue to watch it. And I tell you, we're blessed. Almost every year, the weather is perfect. March Madness can sometimes be a little bit hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially if you're at Stadium Swim, no shade. But, uh, you know, the Super Bowl, other than the Rams-Patriots a few years ago when it was really cold and windy, it's beautiful to be outside and the sun sets and in the second early second quarter and all that. But they buy tables there, table 6, table 8, table 10, table 12. You pay 100 person, that's your beverage minimum. They got like 18, 20 food trucks out there. That's a hell of a party. I bet. Uh, uh, what What's Circa like? Now, Circa, you've got three different parties. Our casino player parties in the ballroom here on the third level. We're going to be at 700 capacity for that. The sports book will have close to 400 people in it. Every single seat is sold. And then Stadium Swim will be over 3,000. They put on a big fireworks display as well. It's a, it's a $300 GA ticket, but they have a nice, beautiful buffet for anybody that doesn't have their own space and and uh and another beautiful outdoor setting too as the sun sets it's it's really it blows you away when uh when when do you have to book i mean if uh, not next year next year to take that off the out of the equation you want to come out to the super bowl you want to get a group of go what how far in advance do you need to do when i guess when did you guys sell out we sold out before championship sunday so um, there's another push after you get, you know, the playoff teams, right? But mm -hmm. generally the booking pattern is in mid-December before Christmas, people are booking these things up. So between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we booked the majority of it. Mm. Another big event coming, uh, the, well, it'll precede the Super Bowl, be in November. That Formula One race, is that going to be actually on the strip? They're building a track and they have to, they have to, it's actually going to be on the strip on Spring Mountain, 
on paradise. They got to redo the roads, put bankments in. It's a, it's going to be, this is starting now, the building of this thing out. And it, it's going to be so disruptive to the strip for six, seven months. It's, it's incredible. And then on top of it, you got the Super Bowl two months later, you know? Yeah. So if you, if you are at a strip property and get a strip view, will you be able to see the race? Only if you have a really, if you have a balcony. Oh. And they're all elevated platforms. If you buy these tickets, so some of these tickets are eight thousand dollars a day. To this, that, mm. but they're selling these these balcony suites at these hotels that do have a view of the race for a hundred thousand dollars a night. <laughs> That's unbelievable. You mentioned Derek's part of the uh, the planning committee. He's been doing it for three years for ne in, in uh, advance of next year. Will he be in Phoenix for Super Bowl Fifty Seven? Do they take the committee with them? Uh, he will not. He's going to be down there during the week though. And I will be as well. Gotcha. Um, I'm going down Tuesday. I'm coming back late Tuesday night. Derek will be there Wednesday and Thursday uh, involved in events outside of before the Super Bowl. But in that whole week, it really starts on Monday and it's a whole week of events. Are you doing radio row by chance? I am. I'm on radio row on Tuesday. I don't know. I'll probably have to do 20 interviews on Tuesday. Probably will. I've done it. I've been part of it before. It's like a cattle call. You just move from one to the next, yep. and they're all side by side. Uh, a bunch of NFL players are always there. You turn around. There's. It's. It's pretty. It's pretty neat. Uh, if you've never uh, experienced it before. All right. So the the game itself. We think the point spread's probably going to stay where it's at. You said it was going to be one. Right now it's one and a half. It's going to be somewhere in that range. Um, when it comes to the Super Bowl, what does it take to move that line? I mean, there's so much, there's only one game, and there's going to be what north of a hundred million dollars bet in Nevada on this game. I I would think that used to be the target. I think you've shot past that. What does oh, it yeah. take to move a number? Like I say, Kenny, it depends on who makes the bets as well, and and how respected they are. Remember, limits start out at a hundred thousand for us when we open the number. Usually start out at 20, but we're at 100. We'll go to 200 mid next week, 300 next weekend. Hell, we might even be at a half million on. We took several half million dollar bets last mm. Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday. So, you know, it, it 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 doesn't take that much because of the volume of the bets if people really want to move it. Um, and like I say, books tend to be a little bit more off on their numbers only because they have different future liabilities. Gotcha. So where are you on the Eagles? You told, you told us about the the Chiefs. You're hooked four million. Eagles are what great. Are, what, where do you sit with the Eagles? Are they? Eagles are great. There's virtually nothing bet into the Eagles to win to win the Super Bowl. So they're the bet. They were the best result out of all fourteen and uh, playoff teams. Mm -hmm. How about that? And the Chiefs the worst, and that's the two teams meeting up, right? So, so when did you start to come around on this Eagles team? Because it took the to the playoffs got here for me too. I didn't. It's not that I didn't uh, um, respect them or know that they were a good team. I just didn't think that they could get through. Um, I thought in that stretch there, week six, seven, eight, nine, when they they just kept getting out in front at halftime and being total control of these games, and then everybody stepped back because they got the big lead, and then Hurts got hurt. And, you know, they didn't have anything really to play for down this. And then everybody's going into the playoffs. It was like, well, what's going to happen? Um, but, you know, they've not made any false moves. Hertz hasn't had to be no. anything really in two games, and they've dominated them. Yeah, they have. All right, our final few minutes here. Uh, we'll have a lot more props coming up next week uh, when uh, when uh, we back uh, with the hook next Thursday. Um, we love to talk hockey. We're both hockey fans. The NHL is at its all-star break. Are you done as far as shoring up your futures? Have you, is there, oh, by the way, I've been watching your Ottawa 
Omaha team. You, you talked about them last week. I think the very next day, the Jets beat them. My Jets beat them. But they've been on a roll subsequent to that. This is a good young hockey team. I like this team a lot, Kenny. I think you got to keep your eye on them. I'm very comfortable in the East with Boston and Carolina. Yep. Um, no Toronto Rangers? Just, Toronto doesn't beat them in the playoffs. They, no, they, they no. just don't beat them. Uh, and in the West, I've got Dallas – and I've got the Blues. The Blues is probably the throwaway ticket. I wonder if I should add somebody from the Pacific. I was looking at the Pacific odds today. The people have caught on to these fraud nights. The Knights are now 5-1 to one to win the Pacific. You know, they were minus should be. 280 a month ago. And the Kraken are the favorite at around plus 170, and the Oilers are in the second choice, about 220. I looked at today. I thought hard. You know, Stone just had surgery. And he's out for the year, right? I thought about Knights not to make the playoffs plus 320. Uh, I got to look at everybody's schedule and who's in the hunt and all that, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Well, they slipped to that wild card, and there's certainly a chance. If they don't finish in the top three, then they got to get in via the wild card. So uh, we'll see see if that happens. I think the Kings are in. I'm not sold on the Kraken. I think the Oilers are eventually going to get there. They're talking about picking up a, a top four defense and maybe that's Chikrin from Arizona but they're not they're they're shopping the Oilers are going to spend some money um I don't know who's coming out of it I don't I think that um, where are you on Colorado do they wake up well they just what they won six or seven and then they lost at home to Anaheim as a four dollar favorite off their winning Let's figure that one out you're yeah. still going to have to deal with them I mean if it, it started today I think Dallas would have to play Colorado in the first round and, and Dallas is number one seed you don't want to face them obviously as a wild card at all so you're still going to have to beat Colorado to get through the west um uh, so but I like the stars I I like the I, I'm more I'm I'm just the West is is much easier than the East to me. I mean, the East is is loaded with teams that uh, that you know. Well, you you can't throw Tampa Bay away yet. This Florida team Rangers. still better than they played. Carolina's tough. Toronto Toronto's a top four team. They're just in a in a division with Boston. It's a really tough division. The Rangers, Shesterkin gets hot. The power play gets hot. They can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty happy where I am. Yeah, I mean, uh, Toronto and Tampa Bay would have to play in the first round. The winner in all likelihood would get the Bruins because I expect them to. Mike, if you get out of the Atlantic Division, that's a feat in and to itself. Uh, it's kind of similar last year with the uh, with the Central Division when, you know, when Colorado was good and Minnesota looked as though they were on the come a little bit. Nashville was still good at the time. Not the case anymore. We'll see. Do you, what do you my think Jets about the Devils? What do you think about the you Devils? You know, I don't watch them enough. I they need a veteran presence. They're a young team. I don't. I think they're probably a year away. They certainly got some skill. Look, they've been drafting first or second for how many consecutive yeah. years? And now that's kind of like Ottawa. Um, and now that's starting to pay off for the Devils. Do you buy them? I don't know if I buy the goaltending. I I, I don't know. I like Lindy Ruff. Um, yeah. I don't know if I buy the goaltending. Um, you're right about what you said last week about how important Burns is to Carolina. Yeah. And we'll see that at playoff time as well. Um, but even the game last night, he was a he big scored. factor. And they played yeah. well. Look, they they sandwiched them three games right before the All-Star break. I couldn't believe it. They played three when most teams played none. And they got down four goals or three goals where they ended up getting all the points out of that. So very impressive. 
So one more on the Golden Knights. We'll, we'll wrap up this week on the hook. Um, it, right. it was such a tough ticket when they first came to town. It was the novelty, and they were really good. <laughs> they got all the way to the Stanley Cup. Now is, is the is the luster, is the shine starting to wear off a little bit? Is it is it still sold out every single night? Might the might the uh, Knights, um, you know, as far as the tennis, have a little trouble filling that building? No, because the visitors' fans come, Kenny. Yeah, that, sure. So. But but here's the thing. There's a couple of things. They came out as the the, the misfits, right? The golden misfits. All these guys nobody wanted right. and formed this identity. And every year they've gone away from that to sign veteran players at big contracts. They got into salary cap issues, and you know they fire a coach every time they you know they're not on top of a division. This town identified with Fleury. Okay, mm-hmm. this town loved Fleury. They let him go. Leonard was a head case. It's, you know, they're still good, but it's just like you started with the expectations of a team that went to the finals, got screwed the second year on that bad major call, right? They go back to a, a conference final. They get beaten the bubble during pandemic. I mean, the, the team has had, and then they finally missed the playoffs. The team has really, we got spoiled by their success. So it's easy to be critical of them. There's, they're very loyal. People here are very loyal to this team especially if they were born here, right? If they, or they moved here at an early age and, or people that didn't really appreciate hockey. So all they had was when the Knights came. So they still get very, they have more support in the community than the Raiders. I mean, it's not even close. That surprises me. It's not even close, but I think they'll be okay. And and they've got an owner that's, you know, now he's going to conquer soccer in Europe. He's going to take over English soccer and buy 30 teams at every level in England and all that. But, (laughs) Uh, they'll they'll be okay. It's just disappointing some of the results. Well, what we've seen here in Des Moines since the Iowa Wild, the uh, the AHL team came. Yeah. It the, the youth hockey is growing. You told you told the story. I mean, your seven year old son's playing hockey. He started. He took skating at two and a half, and he started hockey at four. He was on skates before I was, and I grew up in Winnipeg. I was three before I was. Two and a half because he wanted he did his presentation in kindergarten last year. He wants to be a Vegas Golden Knight. You know, it's not happening. He's gonna right? be, if he's lucky, yeah. he'll be five seven. Uh, you know, that's right. that's not happening, but he he loves it. So he can tell you the score of every game they've played in their franchise history. That's amazing. Yeah. Just loves it, huh? He, Just absolutely eats and breathes. And I can't it, get it. I, he won't. He. I give him the baseball mitt, and he's five minutes, yeah. and he doesn't want anything to do with it. Hey, speaking of that, we'll wrap up on this. I saw that. Um, I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that Oakland, the A's, are playing a, a spring training game in Las Vegas. Um, are well. When will we know definitively whether uh, the A's are moving? Will it be this season? Yeah, I think we'll know sometime during the season, Kenny. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's a great thing or not. I'm not sure either. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's a great thing or not. I. I. I, I like the concept of building a stadium and every team plays two series here. I See, think that's that a would, great idea. Yeah, I think that would go over a lot better. Well, fan bases from both teams would yep. converge on Vegas, and they come and they travel. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Yeah, they eat, they drink, they take hotel rooms, and then they get out, and the next two teams would come in in their fan bases. Mike, great stuff. We'll talk to you Super Bowl week. We'll have a whole bunch of props. How many of you guys got so far? Any idea how many you've got? Oh, we have a couple pages, but, I mean, it'll be 40 pages by the time it's done. Hundreds. (laughs) Unbelievable. Good stuff. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the radio. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for watching. Mike and I will be back next week, Super Bowl week, with another edition of The Hook, brought to us by Circus Sports, uh, CircaLasVegas.com. Download the app. The app is available at the App Store. Circus Squares, we never talked about. We should. 
real quick because we uh, go a little, a little bit long here. Circus Square is available now. Tell us real quick about it, Mike. Yeah, everybody knows. I mean, it's Super Bowl party or an office pool. You do a big square board. You buy how many ever squares you want and write your name in these random squares. And then they draw the numbers and you hope you get good numbers, right? What are my numbers? What are my? We kind of elevated this to a new level uh, where it's actually a bet. You go on and for the first quarter, halftime, third quarter, and final score, pick the score. Pick as many as you want. They're a minimum of a dollar. Uh, you can bet up to win 100000 I mean, some of these are 10000 to one, these odd numbers, especially early in the game, right? Right, right. Some people, you know, bet 10 different long shots at five, ten thousand 10000 to one. Some people pick two or three numbers, bet a couple hundred. But we doubled the right from year one to year two. I think we'll do better than that. We just shot a commercial with Derek about how it used to be with old square boards Side, and, yeah, and how yeah. it is now. That was then, this is now. So, uh, And we're in Iowa, Colorado, and obviously Nevada. So it's a really fun way to, to get involved. And the minimum's a buck, and everybody's wow. played them, and you can do it. And you know the odds. I mean, you yep. know the odds once you spend your dollar. Mike, we'll talk to you on the radio. We'll see you next week on The Hook, sponsored by Circus Sports. Thanks for watching, everybody. Iowa everywhere.